It's time to play the music. <laughs> it's time to light the lights. It's time to meet the Muppets on Franchise and Back Tonight. Dum, bum, bum, boom, that was good. That was good. Welcome back, you guys, to another episode of Franchise Unpacked. My name is Zach. And this is Dave. And today we are talking about the lovely Muppets. The Muppets! Um, which I'm pretty oh. stoked about. Yeah, <laughs> Dave is going to be outrageously animated this episode. Yeah, um, a lot of voices, <laughs> probably. And, you know, I've been, all this cold weather's been like, Hudson with my throat. I was so I'm going to attempt to, to join in. I on sound that, a little gonna, dry. My hands are dry. I know I'm, you guys. It's going to be bleed. not to like so date bad. this episode, but we're about to enter a polar vortex, a vortex here in the in the Michigan mitten, and it's supposed to be negative fifty with the wind chill. Wind chill, in, yeah, in it's going to be like, bad. The t- the high is negative three. That's the high. That's yeah. crazy to me. Well, and, and, and that's even, without wind chill. Before the wind chill, yeah. the high. Uh, or the the low was negative twelve before the wind chill. I'm that's just like crazy, that's man. that's nuts. Yeah. It's so meteorology unpacked. Here we are. We're yeah, right. if you're if you're in Michigan, it's going to be too late by the time you yeah. hear this podcast. So if you're stuck so. in your car in a frozen somewhere, yeah. throw us on. It's perfect. yeah, just it, it's perfect. This will warm you up. Perfect this is reason. A shameless self plug in your in your final moments. And what keeps <laughs> warm and cozy than the Muppets? <laughs> right. There's stuff. Hope, hope you liked the you Adventure know. Time episode. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Go back to it. Um, <laughs> So yeah, the Muppets, uh, which this was a super interesting topic for me because I, this is one that I'm definitely not super familiar with. So in doing research, I kind of fell in love with the Muppets in doing the research for it. And it's also the sort of the same thing when I was doing the research as well, that you start remembering things that you might, yeah. you might not necessarily have realized. It's uh, one of the small things is the song Menomina. A lot of people don't realize that's from the Muppets. Yeah. And that's all we can play for you. Yeah, Uh, because we are pitch perfect and it will be recognized. And we'll get to (laughs) it. But but, uh, yeah, so it it kind of it's to me, the Muppets have always been in the in the zeitgeist sort of. It's just been this cultural phenomenon almost that has always just kind of been present, you know. Um, but it was started back a lot, way back in the fifties, the actually on a show called Sam and friends yeah, in 1955. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, created by Jim Henson and his eventual wife, Jane Nebel, Nebel, N-E-B-E-L. I'm hoping I, I'm I don't know that, that I heard a pronunciation of it. And, and, and by the way, uh, just before we dive into this, um, in the future, we're going to kind of ask permission from, uh, anybody on Reddit or oh, anything yes. we got, but you guys, you guys are flipping awesome. We got to thank uh, everybody. Yeah, we got a right. lot of great responses from uh, the Muppets subreddit, and you guys really helped us to uh, sort of decipher some of these facts from the past. And a lot of cool links. Yeah, some great, really, uh, great information awesome I had never heard of, and like backed it up. So thank you guys so much. We don't want to name you individually in case you didn't want to be named. But from here on out, yeah, we'll we'll definitely be if, asking. If you tweeted <laughs> us, if you send us an email, we'll use your just your first name. Yeah, uh, maybe your address, social security yep. number, and but then you know. Other uh, than that, yeah, if you have any tattoos, we need to know the locations. list of top ten fears. Yep. <laughs> Uh, and then I think we'll, yeah, that should be good. I'm just, I'm just 
honestly, like, what could those fears be used for? I know. Top 10. That's all. I like, I have a couple fears, you know, oh my like gosh. spiders, but like that's yeah, 10. top 10. Yeah. Um, oh my but, gosh. But, you know, but so okay, from here on out, we would love, we love all of the feedback and any comments yeah. or, you know, any suggestions, but from here on out, we will be in future episodes. We just want to let you guys know that we will be using your either usernames, most likely usernames right. or a first name if you provide. Sure. That. Well, and, and the whole thing, you know, the whole thing with this podcast for us is we want to build this community. You know, we want to build a community of people that love franchises and that love series and love. Uh, really, it's just love pop culture and media. We want you to give us second, third, fourth episodes, like a part two right. to this. We want so drown us in information. Yeah, That's, because in, in we by, want to be able to talk about and it. also, I guess this is a good time to uh, to kind of plug. We actually did make a uh, a Reddit for Franchise Unpacked. It's just r slash franchise unpacked. So feel free to join us there. There's nothing really up there yet because we're still kind of building it up. But uh, it's just kind of like the same with the Instagram and the Twitter and the Facebook. We're just we're building it right now. Trying so, to get on all those yeah. social. So sites. join join us for the ride. But uh, well, yeah. So thank you guys to everyone on Reddit and also a uh, super special thanks to the YouTube channel 101 Facts um, because they did have a lot of really cool kind of rapid fire facts in you know, kind of this, compilation style. Yeah, right. And this show isn't really all about just spewing facts. You know, that's not what we're all about. But uh, having those facts really did kind of inform the way that we're thinking about a lot of this stuff. So thank yeah. you. And also, yeah, getting to see the performances of the show or any sort of media in that context right. or out of context, even just seeing guest stars flashing by. Sure. Like, oh, that's great. You know, yeah, this, yeah. I didn't know they were on. It gives you that context yeah. that, that helps us out so much. Absolutely. So, so keep it coming, guys. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but we're back to the Muppets now. Yes. Back in 1955. <laughs> In Washington, D.C., I understand this was a sort of a local uh, television mm-hmm. show for children, you know, with puppets. Kermit made his first appearance here. Rolf. Yeah, well, um, and it was, it was Miss a, Piggy. I think that's so cool. Like this, this started off as just a segment. You know what I mean? It, this wasn't a, a whole thing. And uh, from also from what I understand, uh, Henson was actually asked to make the puppets. He wasn't like planning on doing puppetry or anything like that right you know? yeah producing it all yeah, yeah it was his company was hired just to make the puppets and i mean at the time that's probably he's like okay great yeah sure but yeah i feel it kind of goes a little pun hand in hand or hand in puppet uh. Uh, <laughs> but you want that performer there especially once you start seeing what they did with these puppets right. they and I, I don't know how the, the technology has obviously progressed since right. the 50s and when they were making puppets but even when you look at kermit just kind of your base the base muppet the OG guy, he yeah. when the way that they can just manipulate the face and the mouth and the lips and give him like a curled lip when he's, you know, right. uh, confused or something. Yeah. It's just a really funny. It adds that much more to such like a simple little thing that is a, a green frog puppet. Right. You know? And well, I he think, wasn't even yeah. supposed to be a frog. Did you? I, I, and, I don't in, know. No, I didn't. In read my that. research. So I found this I, this for some reason really interested me. Uh, in my research, I found that originally he wasn't supposed to be a frog. He was just a a, a puppet. A he was monster a monster guy, yeah. um, and he wasn't actually a frog until the 1960s. Huh. Is when they kind of acknowledged, like, "Hey, you're a frog," and that's when they gave him that uh, that collar, the, the little, triangle collar, yeah, the, like lily pad. And, collar. and okay. the reason that was there was to hide the seam oh, between his neck. So, like, clever. Yeah, I was like, man, that's and I, I always wonder what came first, like him being a frog or the change in costume, or did somebody call him out as being a frog? Because that was just made from his like and his I'm mom's petticoat and some yeah. ping pong balls. Like yeah. that's. I'm wondering if if they, when they start introducing more and more Muppets, because they a lot of the Muppets are animals like Miss Piggy or yeah. Rolf the dog. They are specifically 
mentioned as animals. Not right. animal. We don't know what right. he is, but he is an animal. But I wonder if they they were like, okay, yeah, let's kind of make this into a little critter creature family. Right. With right. also the monster Muppets. The, yeah. You know, the ones you, that kind of got bigger. You start and... running into them. You run into them a lot. When we refer to monsters, I say like Grover or Elmo on Sesame Street. I consider those are the monster class. They're just okay, yeah, yeah, random yeah. fuzzy critter creature. Things. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So any anyone along those lines. But uh, yeah, it originated in 1955, ran through 1961. Then they uh, they kind of marketed the Muppets more into towards talk, making talk show appearances and some advertising throughout the 60s. Yep. Even appeared on Saturday Night Live for a year. For a little bit, yeah, yep. later on in the 70s. Uh, they began appearing on Sesame Street in 1969, which was another Henson company. Uh, but uh, Sesame Street now is owned by, I know HBO has the rights is to it? Fraggle Rock and I well, think and Sesame Street. Somebody on uh, on Reddit had mentioned like essentially without the Muppets there would be no HBO. There wouldn't be. Yeah, the Fraggle you know? Rock was um, which was a spinoff post Muppets in the eighties. Right. Fraggle Rock was the first uh, series take or um, acquired by HBO as uh, television that they could right kind of right. produce or uh, put out under their name. Um, so yeah, that, that start, we wouldn't have Sopranos or Sex in the City, right. that's Game of Thrones. It, it's crazy. It's just nuts to think that something, I don't want to say as small because Muppets have been huge and influential oh, yeah. everywhere, but something as small as somebody having this concept for a puppet show that really was kind of written for adults, you know, that's, it's, that set so much in motion for the future, you know? And I mean, and guys, we're still back in the sixties here that we're talking. Yeah. Sixties you know, and seventies. And like you mentioned, when they got to SNL, you, they re- and we'd mentioned that they've always kind of been in the zeitgeist. The Muppets started pulling in, you know, their celebrity guests. Right. You know, they started interacting with people who were mm-hmm. very famous. At well, the and, time. and that's where Henson had met them is, you mm-hmm. know, he, he worked on SNL and that's where he kind of rubbed elbows with some of these more famous types. Sure. Uh, and then was able to kind of bring them on for, you know, to be guests on the Muppet show. Yeah. Which, which, which started in 76. They were on SNL for that about a year. T- kind of, I believe it was considered like a soft intro, sort of them into a primetime. Yeah. NBC yeah. You know, on the station. Uh, I, the Muppet show ran for five years. It ended in 1981. It won four primetime Emmys, which is really, phenomenal. I didn't know that. Yeah. Wow. Four, it was nominated for 20 some odd or something, what? but one, four of them. Oh my uh, gosh. And it, like we had mentioned, it would star people like Steve Martin, Don Knotts, huge, Mark Hamill right, right after in 77, they had Mark Hamill on and he really? does a whole, he does pigs in space. Really? And so it's like a takeoff. <laughs> and I think C3PO yeah. and R2D2 show up. Yeah. And Miss Piggy, I believe is, has a huge crush on Mark Hamill. You know, I, I gotta say, I've never been a big fan of Miss Piggy. I've tried. Oh, yeah. I I, I guess I always and I think part of my problem, I'm going (laughs) to I'm going to I'm going to alienate some people by saying this. I can't help but think about the uh, the all about that bass girl when I see Miss Piggy. Oh, Megan Trainer. Trainer. I think they did a music video together or something. um, Well, Megan Trainer is involved with Disney a lot. She sings on their events. I'm almost certain. See, I'm not. I'm not a big Megan Trainer fan. If you are, that is totally hey, great. Awesome. I. And I if am you're not, a Miss Piggy fan, yeah, even she better. might be your favorite. <laughs> She's not my favorite Muppet. <laughs> I, I. I believe you know she is a point of contention for Kermit. Although yeah. Kermit, he does love her, and it's always there's a, a really funny instance. Uh, there was a 1980s Christmas special that my family we watched pretty much every year. Yeah, where the Muppets go to 
Fozzie's grandma's house for and apparently she was trying to leave for a, a surf vacation in California, mm. but then they start showing up. So she has to put them in the house. For, okay. know, all the Muppets. Then the Sesame Street gang shows up. So it's like a whole crazy mess. I always Fraggle, forget that those worlds are mixed. Yeah. It was one of the first introductions to Fraggle Rock as well. They had the characters from Fraggle Rock. They talk about a Fraggle hole. They go into grandma's you know, basement. Fraggle Rock is actually one that I've never seen. I never watched in, it really in either. any capacity. I've never. Yeah, it is one. We'll you know, we I don't want to go dive too much into it because we might do it for a future episode because right. a, a, a lot of people were all oh, you don't know fraggle rock you know they take a right break, but well i mean if we were talking about like the, the the henson universe yeah. we could go on the henson you know the, the, the henson-verse. <laughs> the henson-verse. that could that could last for uh probably for the entirety of our podcast but um, yeah and but one of my favorite is a classic guest star they had on was elton john I don't know. It's a very famous clip. Watch it on YouTube. We'll probably post it on the page as well. Yeah, yeah. But we'll uh, it's Elton link. John dressed in the craziest feather outfit you've ever seen. What's new? And he yeah. sings Crocodile <laughs> Rock. With, I remember that. Yeah. With all these Muppet crocodiles. And he's the band that's playing with him is Dr. Teeth and the Electric Mayhem, which is the Muppets band. Animal okay. is the drummer. Yeah, uh, yeah. Dr. Teeth is the dude on the keyboard. He is one of those Muppets where he's got a Muppet upper body. And live hands like Rolf the dog, Swedish and, uh, chef. Yep, yep. They all have. It's almost like a a funny whose line is it anyway sketch yeah. where it's blind. Somebody arms, else's, <laughs> especially with Swedish chef because he's just flinging it's, it's food everywhere. around. And it's Which just I guess nonsense. the reason they did that for him was because you know he's he's always cooking. He yeah. needs to have that dexterity. Absolutely. You know, <laughs> yeah. or yeah, or the extreme lack thereof. But it's it's just one of those great you know tie-ins. They bring in these celebrities. I watched a clip with Animal doing a drum duet with Harry Belafonte. Yeah. So it's yeah. Just these. And everybody loves it. You know, you're like, oh, I, you're watching a 22 minute show, basically. Yeah. Where you get to it's a variety show. It's the fun of SNL, but even wackier. Right. And so it's it's right. even a little lighter than that. Well, and, and while we're still kind of in the uh, in the past of the series, um, I just wanted to bring up. I never knew that uh, that the two crotchety old men. I did not know that they were named Stantler, Stantler Waldorf. and Waldorf. Yeah. I, and, and named after also, uh, famous hotels in New yep. York. Yeah. And, and I found that out in my research. I have always loved those characters. I they're think probably my favorite. I was going to say, I think they're my favorite Muppets, but I somehow never knew their name. And the reason, and I realized this, uh, all uh, you guys, it was like a whirlwind of research for this one because we... Last week's episode we recorded late, yeah. Uh, so this like a couple we, days later, yeah. So it's like be. you know it's it's a it's a quick turnaround on this one. But I I never realized that that was their names because I always thought of them as Marley and Marley. Yes, from the from, from the, the Christmas, Christmas Carol. Carol. Yeah, yep. Marley's ghost. So yes. that's why like I in my head I was oh, I, the Marley. Bro, every time right I'm like yeah, it's Marley and Marley. And <laughs> if you if you're not quite sure, we're talking about Sandler and Waldorf are the two old gentlemen in the theater. They're up in the box seat and that um yep. yeah overlooking and they're always making negative comments yeah. or Heckling it's very or... sticky old timey like um did you hear about the church that caught on fire? Holy smokes. Oh. <laughs> or it's like, do you yeah. think we're going to like the show tonight? I know I will. I brought a book. Oh. <laughs> so it's it's those two guys. Yeah, they're like, very, very funny. Very or slapstick is the perfect word. Sam yeah. the Eagle is also a hilarious character to me, especially now in today's political climate. Yeah. Sam the Eagle is so extreme in his love for America and right. everything. It's it's. Uh, fanatical well, which and it, he just he talks so like seriously and, he's yeah, all the yeah. and everything is madness around him he's one of those he's a straight man in the show where everyone else is mad well, and wasn't that character developed in the uk i want to say that that character I would be was, surprised. was like 
I, I think it was when everything was kind of still over there. And well, it, it was a very uh, contentious time in the United States. Uh, it was they were coming out of Nixon's, you know, all that turmoil in yeah, the seventies. Yeah. So it was a very, you know, SNL would be poking fun politically a lot. It was just yeah. kind of how it became, and especially with huh. variety shows. But yeah, it uh, all always crazy stuff. They were trying to keep up with SNL. I think in that thing. right. Yeah. Uh, and then they, they did start producing some movies in the late 70s. The Muppet movie first in 1979. Yep. There was a great Muppet, Muppet Caper in 1881. And uh, the Muppets Take Manhattan. Wait, did you say 1881? 1881. <laughs> uh, 1981. The, and then in Muppets Take Manhattan, which is one of a hugely popular uh, heist film in 1984. Yeah. This now here is the interesting part. And then here is where Walt will be knocking on our door with the legal team. Yep. This is when Disney's <laughs> involvement started happening. They didn't fully acquire them until 2004 I yeah until yeah. way until yeah, about 20 years later but um they were they started de- making a deal with jim henson in 1989 to bring the muppets to uh the newly produced hollywood studios in disney world down okay. in florida yeah and yeah. muppet 3d vision is one of my first memories of the muppets i was my family we went to disney world a lot when we were younger and yeah the, it's in Hollywood Studios. It's a 3D movie event. You go into the Muppet Theater, I into feel Muppet like I Studios. Might have done this. It's amazing. And you're you like see, you're bringing back some weird yeah, like nostalgic memories. And you're memories. seeing they're doing all the fun gags, you know, like a sign coming at you, and it's yeah. like Kermit walking through the studios, and they're producing uh, Bunsen and um, Beaker are producing Honeydew. Yeah, Bunsen Honeydew and Beaker mm-hmm. are producing a new 3D machine for 3D technology to perform okay. with or something. So yeah, that's the whole yeah. gag, and you're a test audience. And uh, yeah, but Bunsen and Beaker are also two great characters. Beaker's always getting, he just goes, me, 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 me. Yeah, yeah. He's always getting completely dumped on. Like, yeah, and he's, get he's the one that gets like blown up. Blown and, up. Yeah, or, yeah. yeah, he's the poor, almost guinea pig test subject that seems yeah. in the science. I do like Gonzo too. Gonzo's a good Oh, Gonzo's uh, great. And yeah. his, the team of chickens, which was another recurring uh, gag on the uh, Muppet show. There were several recurring uh, little bits like there was always a new a breaking news reporter where there was this very serious news reporter mm-hmm. and it, but it was also that shtick humor of oh uh, for instance uh, temperatures are dro- uh, barometers are sharply dropping and then barometers would fall on right his head. so right. there's a lot of that shtick the chicken uh musical numbers gonzo would lead an orchestra of chicken yeah is very yeah. common which gonzo that was such a unique this is a such a random sidetrack sure but his voice was so unique like it, yeah, I, it was it was it's like it was yeah just, you can't it's like it's, it got like some we sound like psychos people are listening to this and they're gonna be like but what are they like, trying well, to do that's kind of what it was it's, yeah it's but it's this uh of all the muppets i think his voice is the one that sticks out to me because as much as i try i feel like i can't replicate it i'm gonna in that do same you one way. better okay i'm gonna bring up fozzy bear because oh, yeah. he is played by frank oz yeah of as we know, Yoda mm-hmm. uh, and many other things. Yep. And that's why his name is Fozzie F Oz Fozzie bear. So I found something out. I got to call you out here. Oh, okay. I Correct found me. out that that was actually a misconception. I uh, really, he was named. Oh man. It's somewhere in my notes. You guys, my notes are like no, a that's mile fine. long. We're going to vamp um, while you look. Okay. So I, I can't, I can't find it in my notes right now, but it wasn't Frank Oz. It was somebody else that was working on the show at the time. Um, and then there was another character that they ended up naming after Frank Oz. Oh, okay. Yeah. Because well, so there that, is a because I figured just F Fozzie, that's yeah. a weird well, and name. And that was I, I guess that was like the big thing is everybody thought that. And that I became assume. that became like the common knowledge. I've been spreading and, that for years. And oh, it was no, so guys. funny because the I apologize to everyone I've ever told. That, that that's too. one that I have to attribute to that uh YouTube channel, 101 Facts. Great. Because he goes he goes, you know, Fozzie is named after Frank Oz. Wrong. wrong. That's what a wrong person <clears throat> would say, you know. And and then he kinda went into it. Um but I thought that was super interesting. I wish that I uh 
I wish that I had made a more detailed note. I shouldn't say I, I wish I could find it in, but my slew in of all notes. of the detailed <laughs> notes. Yeah. But yeah, Frank Oz, very famous voice actor who went on to do many, many great things. Yeah. Clearly yeah. You know, was there with Jim Henson from the beginning. Um, and then, yeah, in Muppet 3D Vision, like we mentioned, that opened in Hollywood Studios in Disney World in 1991. Sadly, uh, one year pretty much to the almost to the day of Jim Henson's death in 1990. It literally to the day it uh, opened a year after his death. Really? Um, wow. Yeah, he died at the year, age of 53 years old of streptococcus pneumonia. Yeah, he was cool. complaining of uh, throat problems. He was having trouble breathing. But he had gone to the doctor, but he didn't really think much of it. And then he said that he was trying to put off the hospital as much as he could. But by the time he made it there, it was too late. Yeah. Um, Ugh, but it was just so such a tragedy. Go to the hospital, everyone. Just go to yeah, the doctor. If, if you if feel bad, go to the doctor. Uh, but yeah, that is. And then afterwards, it kind of, the Muppets kind of fell into a kind of a limbo. You know, you got Disney there getting a little bit of involvement. Mm-hmm. Um and then it kind of a little a little bit later, they brought it in 2004. Disney finally bought it out. So right. they now own it is now Disney's The Muppets. Yeah. I don't believe they own the Henson Corporation, but I they believe they just though. own I the mean, they... rights to The Muppets. Well, that that we'll get into a little bit with the future of the franchise in a little while. But I believe Brian Henson, Jim Henson's son, has kind of taken over okay. the reins. Um, and we, Zach and I were talking a little bit before, and we might as well just get into it now. We, as people may have remembered, uh, from last year, the movie Happy Time Murders with Melissa McCarthy. Yeah. Well, this oh, does bring us into the present. It kind of brings into the, the present. Yeah. Well, that's what we're at. yeah, we mentioned this is the most recent kind of use of the, uh, I don't want to, yet again, I don't want to say the Muppet rights because right. I don't know it because Disney owns the Muppets, yeah. but it's that the, the Henson Corporation's puppet style and use or whatever. And Brian right. Henson's production. But it was a movie. It was panned. It did real bad. They got sued by Sesame Street because they want they and they were going to die on this hill for their promotion. The tagline was no Sesame, all street. Right. And they got sued. Imagine getting sued by your father's like former right. associates. And the movie didn't just, even look that good. And, it just I don't know. It, and that's what you want to do for the future. That's what the name you want to make. Right. With like very. And it, we guys, it's a hard R. Yeah, I mean, just the, even the trailer. If you're, right? if you're a Muppets fan and you haven't seen this and you're thinking it's going to be something like that, avoid. Yeah, it is not. I don't know. I yeah, even I, I haven't seen it, so I can't fully speak to it. But I, I watched that trailer and I, I don't know. There's something I, I understand what they were going for. But recently, especially, I've kind of lost my taste for those comedies that just try to be raunchy Shock for the humor. sake of being. Yeah. yeah, it's like we don't we get it. That humor exists. And in a very small dose here and there. Yeah. Like one instance in a film. Sure. Right. Yeah. Like, I mean, uh, take like the Austin powers movies, for example. Sure. Every single one of those movies has a quick instance of something that's raunchy, that's yeah. something that should have probably pushed them to being rated R, Yeah. but they just did it once. They made it a quick gag. And then that was it. When a movie like that tries to base itself fully around, especially like, Oh, look at this. And the thing is too, you're taking products. These Muppets, I've never thought of as children's, characters they're i mean they're right. they're friendly for kids it's great and then sure. the muppet babies which was another huge success yeah. which really kidified it i guess would be the yeah brought it down i don't want to say dumbed down but made it for it really right. made it for young children but the muppets have always you're riding that fine line of this is adult humor it's just so well written it doesn't have to be dirty right. or raunchy or graphic but then when you take that and then push it over that limit to an extreme you're like 
I never wanted to see this. It would be funnier when if you had already if you had taken like the Teletubbies and then something sure. that baby and yeah. then gone the 180. Right. You're, right. It, I don't know. It's, it's immediately. Even, even with that, I mean, I feel like I don't know. I feel like much. the the era of shock humor is is gone. Mm-hmm. I, I, I think that it. When I, I I I think it's when I sound like a stumbling mess right now. It's the weather. Think, we're so cold. We're shivering in um, the studio. <laughs> but I think that it was when the uh, when the internet started to take over a little bit that that humor took over because you know you had these thirteen fourteen year old boys that were they suddenly had access to a microphone yeah, and, a and, and and Adobe Flash and they would make <laughs> these animations that were just raunchy for the sake of raunchy oh, yeah. and it led to that uprise and even like. Uh, Seth MacFarlane released a um, like a, a DVD. I don't know if it was like a movie or a, like a short series, but it was just the raunchiest humor you could possibly imagine. And it was kind of done in that, you know, family guy style. OK, but it was just pure raunchy for the sake of raunchy. And I think it had a little bit of that uprising and then it just dropped. Yeah, off. it doesn't last long. Whereas the Muppets, they've been around since the 50s for a reason. Right. Exactly. Like, don't mess with success did you want to get into the video game since we're kind of talking now yeah yeah so so now we're we're in like the present state of the franchise there were the newer movies in 2011 and 2014 with jason siegel i definitely want to talk about those too um but the muppet video games so i was i was doing some research on this because you know i'm I'm a huge gamer Mm -hmm. and i couldn't remember ever seeing a muppets video game i was thinking the exact same thing and Um, then i wonder i'm like were they children's games? So I never just kind of happened on them. So or? I did, uh, I did a little bit of browsing around and I'm actually looking at a list right now. Uh, they had some, it was, so there was one on the game boy advance. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was a couple for the original PlayStation. There I had one, one for, for PS the, Vita. Yeah. For the PS two. Mm-hmm. And I was looking and like the one for PS two, for example, Muppets party cruise. It was essentially Mario party. It was like, it was when those games were, just kind of blowing That's up. What, okay, I, I, you know, I looked at it. I was like, oh, I've never heard of this. I looked there was, at it There up was Mario and, Party. There was that Pac-Man one, Pac-Man Fever. Well, they were on Just Dance Disney Party in 2012. So yeah. the, on these kind of, I don't want to just kind of freed. We have the rights to all these different franchises kind of. And we just yeah. plug them in yeah. a random game that doesn't well, really and matter. That's, but in 1996, there was Treasure Island. Which, based off of the movie Muppet Treasure Island, which we didn't right, discuss, which right. was phenomenal. Tim Curry was the bad. Oh, great. We've got cabin fever. Yeah. <laughs> I, rem- I will never forget that. I don't, oh, gosh, it's been movie. so long. I, I, I might have watched that like once when I was a kid. It's a good movie. You know, it's, it's been a long time. That and Christmas Carol might be my two favorites of, of what I would consider the original. Yeah. Hence yeah. Of the 80s and 90s sentence. Um, but even like these other ones, I mean, they have like a racing game, you know, and they have. Yeah, uh, just your basic platformer. Like Simpsons had a racing game. Right. South Park has right. a race. It's. I feel like Mario has done that. They made Mario Kart. It's like everybody can do this. Right. Now. You you and, freed it up almost. And that's the thing is like you know Mario. And as much as I hate to admit it, sometimes because don't get me wrong, I love Mario. Oh, but well, it's, Mario did. Stay tuned, everybody. Did almost everything first, you know, and but somebody has to right. And but I think that's why, like as a gamer, it frustrates me when these bigger franchises uh whether it's the muppets or whether it's south park or otherwise they see that formula and they just plug and play and that's yeah. it There's they no... don't they don't put any concern into developing their own team right for instance south park we mentioned earlier they had an old racing game they had an old nintendo 64 game they were just kind of like random right copies yeah like you mentioned before then they've come out they've kind of rehashed with the stick of uh 
truth the stick or, of yeah, truth, stick or something truth like that. and then yeah. Us, yeah. Um, fractured but whole yeah um, <laughs> where it, they are taking it on back to the old school rpg style but it's a unique new sure. very specific only to south park you're not going to run into any other comedy central characters or anything like right. that in it and they're smart because like you know we'll just get and especially in this day and age Spend a couple hundred thousand dollars, get a development team going. You're the Muppets. You don't even need to spend you're, that much. I you're mean, Disney now. They have. What are you doing? Right. I mean, and especially nowadays. I mean, you think about how much you can get done with Unity, oh, and yeah. you can. And there are a, a billion free courses on YouTube. Have there ever been any crowdfund or not crowdfunded, but crowd made games? I know. I oh, I'm, into, yeah, I'm sure. Have. But yeah, absolutely. Nothing that really sticks um, out. You know, like we said, we're gamers. And that's one of the first things we look at with these franchises, if they're available. And yeah. It's, the, when I looked at this list, it wasn't long. And, it and, and I and I just haven't and heard of any of these before, no. these Muppet ones. Um, so I, I guess I can't speak as much to the video games as I would have hoped. Uh, I was considering, you know, looking up some gameplay videos or something like that. But I, and I, and I did, I did watch, I did look at some like, you know, screen grabs and things sure. like that of these different games. Um, but it was so, so incredibly apparent the second you saw them, that it was just that exact clone thing. And I said, you know, I don't need, I don't need to sit there and watch yeah, gameplay. I've seen, <laughs> I saw the star Wars just dance version. Yeah. So that was as, if it's as hilariously bad and missing right. the point as that, <laughs> I'm sure I get it. Which it, it makes me wonder though, because the Muppets traditionally have, they've had some good content, especially oh, I yeah. mean, well on their shows and movies anyway. But I also, that kind of got my train of thought rolling to the people that are making the video games. I guarantee you are not the same people that are making the movies no. and the TV shows. And you need to have crossover. You've got to bring these people. Right. In. Uh, I love the I watch a little this little digression, but a uh, video on God of War and the production of that and when they went to Norway and stuff. Yeah. And before yeah. and after. And like just going there changed our whole perspective. You know, we thought we sure. knew what, how we were going to design this game, but that really informed us. I yeah, just sending some. That's why they have police, real police officers on the set of cop shows, or you go right. talk to a real doctor to get all the medical terms sure. on an ER or whatever well, and show I, that was. And yeah. I can't blame the Muppets because you know if you have this, it, if you have this franchise that's performing so well and making so much money, why wouldn't you? Yeah, I mean, and there's know. toys and puzzles and yeah. comic books, and especially now they've got music CDs and Disney right. can produce that for them. What I would like to see for a little bit, a little push into future of the franchise, uh, as far as video games go, let's see a tycoon style game. Yeah, that you would have, be, that would be fun. You've got the Muppets. I don't need to play as a Muppet, or I could be a Muppet. Yeah, you make your own Muppet, but sure. he is helping them build up the studio or build right. up your own production company, and you ha you do missions for the Muppets or right. something. You know, let's, yeah, that'd be cool. Let's see that because that is the kind of. Not plug and play, but the kind of easier game to kind of digest, right. I think, for people yeah, who want, the, the, who the, want the product, built. but don't want to, you know, necessarily. Yeah. I don't want to yeah. be Kermit, you know, chasing around letters or something. And then the the other uh, the other two things that we really wanted to hit as far as the present state of the franchise. Mm -hmm. uh, and we realized this is still technically a little bit of the past were the uh, the two most recent uh, Muppet movies, which yes. I, I believe it was only the two from what from what so I saw. Far, I, I feel the second one, and you, you, it was fine. Most Muppets, most wanted. Right. And, I, and I saw and the second Ricky one Gervais. first. So sure, it was it was a kind. Uh, it was a sequel to the first one, so it wasn't that same because the the little there's a the through line is there's the same yeah. character sort we're of. Doing the little, a sequel, yeah, yeah, yeah that whole thing. And um, 
And it's fine. I, I don't know. I, I think the first one, though, that first reboot in 2011 with Jason Siegel was they just really it was a powerhouse with all the musical yeah. numbers and they really kind of nailed that old feel. Well, and Jason Siegel, he is such a huge he's, he's like right. a diehard Muppet fan. What yeah. was that? He wrote for the film yeah, yeah yeah okay i thought you said is he white and i was no. like yep yep he sure is <laughs> muppet of a man won an oscar or was nominated for an oscar really and it was written by um with the new zealand uh, comedy duo oh uh um, flight of the, of the Concords. Concords. Yeah, yeah muppet of a man was written by Jer- uh, maybe not both of them but i believe I, it was brett wasn't brett, it? i believe yeah. brett wrote it yeah um but anyway but jason siegel that's why even in um forgetting sarah marshall he has his little his puppet uh, yeah, Dracula. Putting on. Yeah, yeah, about Dracula. The rock was, opera. Yes, that's great. <laughs> Which, if you guys haven't seen Forgetting Sarah Marshall, phenomenal. Get on it. That is one of my favorite movies. It is, guys. Yeah, especially if you're a Muppet fan. There's yeah. just a little snippet. You will yep. see. It is, <laughs> it is quite good. Do the Dracula well, musical. Like, doesn't he do the? He sings the Muppet theme on his piano. A voice like dum bum bum bum. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> like, during one, of, I think he does that during one of his montages. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's. I, I we could get into that for sure. But you can but tell it's great that he was in because he lo- it's someone who appreciates. Right. He has the so actual much. passion for it, yeah. which you can tell. I mean, he brought that passion to the Muppets movie, which was in 2011. Mm-hmm. And it's just it, he was one of the writers on it. He didn't direct it, but sure. he was one of the writers. Um, and you can just tell during that movie, his passion for the Muppets, it just shows through. And I think that's what made that movie so special and actually oh, yeah. made it feel like a Muppet movie. Yeah. And it's, it's kind of wild too. It's just looking back on all these dates, you know, for my notes and it's just been something that has been in my mind my entire life because they've been around for so long and yeah. they are more prevalent than people think, you know, more, or you even realize they're, they, I'm always happy to see them this when they pop up, they don't have a host for the Oscars yet. I want the Muppets toast. Right. Them. Why not? Why not Get have Sandler and Wardor- Waldorf up in a balcony and like... Did you say Mordor to Mordor. Up in Mordor. Up in Mordor. Up in Mordor. The Mordor. Eye of Waldorf. Yeah, the Eye of Waldorf. Um, but yeah, I think that would be a great, fun gimmick. Yeah. That you could easily do and that it would be so... You don't even have to talk any political jokes or nope. anything. They could... They kind of... Everybody would smile. Yeah. When the Muppets come out. It, it's one of those awesome franchises that... You know, not everybody likes Star Trek. Not everybody likes Star Wars. Not everybody likes Lord of the Rings. But right. I don't. I don't know if I met someone who's like, man, eh, Muppets. No. Yeah, There's a, yeah. An aspect of the Muppets that it's they some. found a way to sort of reach everybody. Because whether you were a child when they first came out, which if you were a child when they first came out, you'd you'd be kind of old ish now. You yeah, know what I mean, I mean like, sure. If or, you were around in the fifties, yeah, you whether you retired, I should say whether you were exposed to them as a child or whether you were exposed to them as an adult. Yeah. Cause honestly, for the most part, I was exposed to them as an adult. Sure. Um, years ago, a friend of mine showed me the second Muppets movie before the first one. I forget yeah. how we even got to that, but that was the first time that I had seen or interacted with anything Muppet in, you know, probably 20 years at that point. Okay. You know, at least You're like, oh, or 16 these are years. for kids. You can respect yeah. it. But you're like, this is, you know, I'm not going to and pursue then, it. And it's then as me. an adult watching that though, I was cracking up. I was having a great time. I was like, this is, it's relevant. They're making, oh, yeah. you know, jo- jokes that actually hit and land. Um, a great thing too. If you're having a party, Throw on the old episodes of The Muppet Show on TV. Just have it running. It's great. Really? I'm telling you, yeah, I, can, I, could, people, I can picture that. Yeah. It's, fun, it's one of those fun, you can just have it on. Yeah. The variety. Yeah. And yeah, they it, it's really brilliant. And I think that was, you know, part of Henson's strategy with it, that you can make this variety show. We can just put these 
characters. Right. I love the idea that they're in our world too, kind of like Who Framed Roger Rabbit. It's yeah. this idea that they are also actors. They are all they're putting on a show to entertain everybody, <laughs> and it's it, that's just fun. And that you don't even think twice about it. This right. is the world they are. They're as much of a person as I am. Well, and they don't. I think that's the thing too is they don't necessarily stretch their world mm-hmm. beyond that like unbelievable fabric. Yeah, it gets crazy and sure. it gets unrealistic. But it fits within their world. It, it does, never... because the humans can also, if humans do come to interact with them, they also do live within some of the funny rules of right. physics and, you know, yep. the nonsense of it. But at the same time, too, it's just you can have so many great, you know, like we said before, straight men come on or actors and actresses yep. who can just ham it up with these yeah. characters. Yeah. And, you know, especially and they, they they will never not be prevalent. It's kind of like SNL will always have a popular music guest on. It's right. They know. Right. And who's not going to say yes? Right, exactly. It, although although I guarantee you somebody has. Just oh, somebody, I'm sure. Somebody up on their high horse is yeah. like, I don't know, I think I'm too good for us. I mean, even Paul Simon was on the Muppet Show I read. And like, yeah, they yeah. had, it's a, it's phenomenal. So that actually brings us then to uh, to our future of the franchise yes. portion of the show. And I, at this point, I mean, so Disney, I believe, still owns oh, yeah, all the Muppet hog. rights. Well, I don't think Disney will ever they're a gaping maw that will never release. Yeah. <laughs> it's a Sarlacc pit. They will they <laughs> will they will take everything and take thousands of years to digest painfully. Yeah. And you yeah. will just they will they will never get you think they'll ever sell rights to anything? No, probably no. not. No. Bring it, Disney. Yeah, come on. Come on. <laughs> not, come on. Until we get sued by Disney, this show will not be uh, we will not feel satisfied. That's how, that's how we'll get into you know everybody's like frame. Right. Like, oh, those famous guys got sued. Yeah, they got uh, <laughs> being famous for yeah, being sued. For being sued. They don't have any money. Disney. <laughs> but yeah, I, I think that it's 2014 was the last movie. Uh, yeah. Let's get them. If they're not going to host the Oscars, let's get them into another movie. Yep. It doesn't, you know, let's, I want another heist movie or a, another um, Christmas Carol or Pirate. You know, it could right. be uh, uh, the Odyssey or something. I, yeah, like that. That'd be hilarious. For some sort of like world exploration type yeah. movie, you know, like they. Around the world. Did they Muppets around the world in 80 days or something like or did Muppets 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea? That yeah. would be fun. Yeah. That's also Disney have, property. Have they done anything like that, though? Have they? I, I never I didn't see Around the World in 80 Days. As soon as I said, I'm like, I feel like I've seen that. Yeah, somewhere, I, feel but like it, I don't think but, so. Yeah, something like that would be it'd be great. You and know, give them Disney that. owns these rights. Put them in right. Cowboy Days. Let's see a Western. Right. I mean, you know, that's that's or the, Knights, that's Game that's of Thrones the beauty style. of their world is you can really toss them anywhere. Yeah. And as long as as long as you establish Hey, this is where the Muppets are right now. This is this is their universe for this for the yeah. next 90 minutes. Kermit plays himself in most movies. But if it's Christmas Carol, he is Bob Cratchit. Right. And as long as you it's like establishing rules for anything else, which just makes it incredibly malleable. Yeah. Well, and that's and that's something that they've I think from the beginning, they they, they set that stage as whatever we say the rules are, the rules are for this episode. Sure. Yeah. And because they did that, they could really go anywhere with it. Like you were saying, it could, be, it could be a Western. It could be. They made variety movies. They literally yeah. like, let's take the variety show and then just pluck it out. And right. Because this clearly worked. And I think I, I would like to see a good Muppets video game. Yeah. But the thing is, and I feel like because it's currently owned by Disney, I think we're not going to see this. No. I would like to see it as a game that could be for adults, too. I think it would be a mobile game, probably. It would, it would be mobile, and it would be yeah. 100% kid-based. It would be one of those games that, when you pick it up, it's, you know, three hours of tutorial. It's friendly, and, like, yeah. I, I want wisecracking, and, like, that's, right, like, little right. jokes. I don't, you know. And, like you, you were saying, if it was, hand. like, a like a, a tycoon-type game, yeah. 
That'd be so much fun. Or, or it doesn't take much to learn, like a, the right. Sims style, right. you know, over top down. Something and like I that. would honestly, I'd even be okay with something like the platformer if they actually put some effort into it and yeah. they made it look good and they made the the controls feel tight. Because that's the problem with so many of these kind of quick squeezed out games is the controls are just garbage. You yeah. know what I mean? I, I don't, don't want to pick it back up because right. no replay about like playability or replay. Value. Right. It's just like weird and floaty and, you know, almost it, it feels rushed. Sure. And a lot of times I'm sure that it is rushed. You know, they give these uh, independent or even bigger game companies, you know, however many million dollars and say, hey, make us a game. We need it in six months. Yep, Do it. We you don't know, care. Just make it look pretty time it with can, the release. Yeah. And that's and that's all they do. But I don't know. I, I feel like a video game probably won't happen in the probably way that not. we want it to. But I think they have so much more room to grow for movies. As, oh, yeah. And that, that it's TV and movies. I think we don't have to worry about that. That will always be. It right. will always be there. That's where they got their start. You know, yeah. Um, as far as like we would mentioned, they're at Disney World with Muppet 3D Vision. There's not much else at that as Hollywood Studios specifically or in any of the other theme parks. I know that Muppet 3D Vision opened in L in Disneyland in California in 2001 and then closed in mm -hmm. 2012. So there's, okay. I don't believe there's anything over there. So what I'm thinking, they just opened up uh Pixar pier or toy and toy story land respectively right. at the parks. Let's have at Hollywood studios. Let's have a Muppet air. You have your Muppet 3d vision. That's yep. this, go into the studios. Let's get, bring kids in or make it like a, a playground esque area. Mm -hmm. Imagine you're produce. You help produce. You go into this right. big building or something or big play area, and you design your own. There could be yeah. one more ride you add to it. Well, shops stuff so like my, that. My my kind of final question for you here is: Do you think that it's that any of that would actually ever happen? Oh yeah. I I would. My thing is that I would. I think it would be really cool to see. My worry though is for right now for today's audience, the people that are actually buying these things they're playing so much off of the nostalgia. Yep. And I think that with Muppets, I think the nostalgia crowd is now too old to buy into it. I think you're right. And that's why it's, it's interesting. I was just now it kind of brings into mind that they stopped, they made their last movie in 2014 then yep. Disney 2015. <laughs> My voice is, just cracked. Did you hear that? Yeah. Goodness gracious. That weather. Uh, 2015 yep. was when they their their first produced Star Wars movie came out, and then that franchise kind of took over there. Sure. And I mean, they have other movies coming out, but we haven't seen much from the Muppets. Then 2011, 2014 did bring a new newer younger audience. We need to do that again here, maybe by 21, yeah. 2021. That'll be the 50th anniversary of Disney World, I know. Right. In, tw in two years, well, maybe brings a little something into the studio. Really, the, the way to do that would be to launch a mobile game first. Yes, launch you a mobile I mean? game. Launch a mobile game, build that hype. Get, get another movie out. Yep. Have some big TV appearances. Yeah. If I mean, if it's 90, 55 by, yeah, so 2025 is going to be their 75 year or 70 wow. anniversary, 70 yeah. year anniversary, math, 70 year anniversary. <laughs> it's okay, so, we're theater majors. Yep, <laughs> right. I, wait, let me do it. Yep, I got the same thing. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, so I mean, it's they're in a, a really nice spot. Yeah. And and it's it's also maybe we're putting too much emphasis on the fact that there needs to be a future. There, of course, there's going to be a future, but there sure. needs to be a bigger future. No, I think they're just like, we're sitting on gold. Yeah, we got it. We got real. Well, we can it, just we can live in this. And really, if if the Muppets just went unheard of from now on, like or unheard from, I should say, from now on, I think that'd be OK, too. Give you know, them a little break. Yeah, give them give them a break. Let let the Muppets live in their legacy because they've earned it. You know what yeah, I mean? And they, then come back, uh, you know, 
Sure. Again, yeah, I mean, <laughs> another, you know, but, but, and honestly, even if they didn't come back, obviously I would love to see them come back, but if they never did, I would still feel satisfied. I feel like, you know, they've, they've had this incredible legacy to them it's, and I think they will come back, but it's interesting because Fraggle Rock ended and Fraggle Rock does hold a very special place in people's hearts, even though it was a couple years of a TV series. And that's it. I mean, there were specials, I'm sure, but right. there was no movies. There's no, there was no level that Sesame Street and the Muppets attained. Right. And so I don't see it going by that kind of a wayside, but just right, because right. it almost it's it, when you think you're like, oh, uh, well, we're going to produce a TV show and there's going to be puppets. In it. Oh, is it going to be like the Muppets? It's almost like, right. That's going to be the first question. It's the because standard. Yeah. It literally set a standard. So. Yeah. And even when you look at shows like uh, that new show with Jim Carrey, Kidding. Yeah. Which uh, I wasn't a huge fan of. I got a few episodes I haven't in. haven't tried it. My wife's it's, a huge Jim Carrey fan. I am as well. But, yeah. Um, oh, no. I Yeah. I mean, he's he's lost his mind recently. It seems, you know, he's he's kind of yeah. Well, or freed his mind. I yeah, don't know. If, however you want to, however you want to look at it. Um, I, I'm still a huge fan. Oh but, yeah. Uh, I don't know that that series wasn't that to well, me. It's, it didn't it's really, dark, Carrie. It, it is, but they <laughs> scary, the, Carrie. The, the way that it was filmed, and we we can get into this another time. But in short, the way that it was filmed felt very uh, cheap. Like they, oh. they, they just, they copped out of a lot of things. Is it Showtime? Uh, yeah, Showtime. What are you doing, Showtime? Um, you got Dexter money. But and we You got Dexter money. Come on. Which I'm currently watching through for the first time, Dexter. I love it Super until good. the very end. I don't want to um, say. Oh, yeah, don't, no, spoilers. no spoilers. Um, but uh, they, they have kind of a puppet thing going on there too. And you can tell yeah. everything is so Muppets influenced. Yeah. And I guarantee you that anything that comes out in the future, whether it's from the Muppets or something that has to do with puppetry puppetry in general well Uh, i can't talk today man one last thing speaking of that is star wars and lucas films they were partnered with henson a dark crystal all these people don't realize that you have been seeing their puppets in far more stuff yeah because henson's everywhere they they not only created the puppets they created the mechanics and the ability to keep evolving that we now are back to practical effects in star wars movies which i love they have advanced continue and will continue to bb8 that's amazing yeah you look at that and like that is a puppet in itself Right. But then they were able to also create a free roaming robot out yeah. of it that yeah. you can control and stuff. That's it's wild. Um so anyway, I I don't know. I think that there's a lot of a lot of places that this franchise could go. Um if you guys have any thoughts, um, whether it be on the Reddit, the Twitter, the Instagram, the Facebook, Facebook all of um or, or our Gmail, franchiseimpact.gmail.com, yes. uh drop us a line. We want to know what you guys think uh the future of this franchise could be. Please rate, review, and subscribe. Yeah, that's gonna Those be Those are the for biggest ones, especially on iTunes. Um, Those are huge. But yeah, that's uh, I mean, we would love to hear what you guys think about it. Um I personally, I'm really interested to see what you guys think about the future of it. I mean, we yeah. can all discuss the past for hours and hours and hours, but the, the past future, is there. Already. Yeah. The, the future of the franchise, I think for Muppets, especially it has a lot of kind of open end to it. You know, you could you can go anywhere. So and let us know. Yeah, yeah. And there's so much content too. it's especially this one might have seemed a little more annotated because of the there were so many dates and it's, yeah. it's, a, it's a series that well, you have to, you, you have, have to, to have keep it into, in mind of uh, almost eras of it. Yeah. So you're like, we are Historical now context this, matters for this show. Yeah. So yeah, if there's any franchises like that, where there are eras, especially that we can yeah. dive into, that's great. Let us yeah. know. Any feedback is always a plus. Yep. And thanks everybody for listening. Yeah, uh, and thank you again uh, to Reddit and the YouTube channel. Yes. 101 facts. You guys, uh, definitely helped bring this episode to life. So. And we'll start using your names and usernames right. in the future. We just want, we wanted to give everyone we, kind of a, yeah, we have a safe them. episode. But in case yeah. you guys didn't want to be mentioned on the show, we, we didn't have time to ask all of you before we started recording. But um, thank you guys so much for tuning in, and uh, we will be looking forward to seeing you next week. Take care, everybody.
Thank you so much for joining us today, everybody. The next franchise we'll be unpacking is Mega Man, which I'm super stoked about. But in the meantime, feel free to drop us a line with any questions, comments, future episode suggestions, anything like that over at franchiseunpacked at gmail.com. Also, be sure to subscribe to us on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, or Spotify, and be sure to share so we can keep these episodes coming your way. Thanks, everybody. We'll see you next time.